And welcome to another episode of Brocephus and Friends. I'm your host, Joseph, or Brocephus, or whatever. But this episode, I'm excited to announce uh, someone that I've known for a while. Um, we've known each other probably, well, a long time. But uh, 2016, we, we really got to know each other. And we might talk about that later. But I'm excited to have uh, Zach Ball. Zach, it's good to have you today. Joseph, I'm excited to be here. Thanks for having me on. Um, I talked about the beginning was uh, was the 2016. Um, and we, we were, uh, I think this, San Antonio, right? Mm-hmm. Is when it was, San Antonio. And... Uh, and we were in the room with the pastor, Pastor Ralph, and uh, that was interesting because I guess I'll tell a story on pastor. You know, but you probably know it better than I do. About uh, he was, he uh, probably shouldn't tell that. Uh, <laughs> now that I think about it, um, but uh, but but and then it uh, evolved from there, right? It did, it did. That was the springboard that really took it from being, you know, just uh, like seeing each other at youth group and saying hi and talking there to, you know, being, I guess, uh, like better friends than just at church or, you know, checking in each other there, but checking in each other uh, more often and being like accountability buddies and like real bros from there. It's interesting, you know, if people are listening, they think, you know, um, how do I get involved in in, the, in a youth group, in in, uh, in starting or just going, and it's just getting involved, right? Right, yeah, the the first steps of, of youth group and some of my, my best memories and, and best friendships that I have, I have no idea how it got there, and... You know, I think with Joseph, like, I don't know how we got to be friends up until then. Like, I'm not saying that I, like, can't believe I'm friends with him. It's not that at all. It's like, um, you know, I just think back of, like, just because we roomed together at IYC with Rob. And, you know, I, we I guess we just talked about things together and developed a, a, a bond and, you know, obviously grew a lot from there. And, I mean... It's 2020 now, and it's the summertime, so I guess that would be four years from four years ago. And it, I mean, it's it's been a better friendship every year, you know. And there's been a lot of good memories, and I think with anything, if you don't, if you try too much, then you you know you could fail. But you know, sometimes trying is is the best thing. Um, I I say this. Uh, I said this uh, one time with Troy because he, it was Troy Jones and uh, and Zach. Uh, really, I, before that, I was in this Gaither bubble of, you know, I was all about the Gaithers and the hymns, and, and I love, and I still love all that, the harmony. But uh, one time, I don't remember when it was, but uh, someone said, hey, Joseph, have you ever heard of Andy Mineo or Lecrae or somebody? And I said, oh, no, I don't listen to that stuff. 
And he said, well, you you know, just listen to it. And so one time we were in the car, and I think it was All Things Work Together. Was I think was, who knows? It, but I, we got to the song that was, uh, I think it was All Things Work Together. And it was the last one, uh, the number 13. This thorn in my flesh is the only thing that I have left. And I'll cry for you and I'll cry. Those lyrics, there is something about uh, the the meaning, the lyrics of songs. Uh, what's your favorite uh, rap Christian rap album? Oh man, that's a that's a tough one. I'll have to go with the the one that I kind of you know got started on, and I think the you know it might not be the the top of the charts one or the the one that gets the most acclaim, but it's the one that got me started on. You know, loving I guess rap music and and especially Christian rap and I know the the people that were speaking about Emmanuel Lecrae they hate the Christian rap label because it makes it sound like it's just for Christians. It's rap that's just for Christians, but it's far from that. And that album is uncomfortable by Emmanuel, and it's uh it it took me down uh or not down it it just went through a path with me of you know, being more real with my faith and um there's some heavy songs in there like Ghost and there's you know, the the transition from the first song to the second song's unreal. It's just lyrically and and on the beat wise just incredible music and it'll forever be the one of the my favorites. Words words are important. Uh you know, I think of things like uh, the I Have a Dream speech um, and uh, you know and songs like could we would think the ocean fill and were the skies of parchment made where every stalk on earth a quill and every man ascribed by trade could never tell the love of God um, you know words are important uh, how has um, the words uh, I think you talked a little bit about this but how has some of the words uh, transformed you I think it's a like these songs are great anthems to remember and you know I think about uncomfortable you know that album is about living an uncomfortable life because as a Christian if you're not uncomfortable then you're probably not diving deep enough and um, I think songs, you know, even even in, in growing up in church and, you know, all these Bible, you know, remembering the books of the Bible, they all have this little tune, this little song. And I can remember um, Pastor, or not Pastor, but uh, Miss Lana in Eastland, and it would be years and years of learning the, you know, she would do the tree planted by the water. I don't know what that songs called but I can I could sing it right now I'm not going to but and also the books of the Bible but these songs are are there to help us remember and that started all the way back in children's church and you know even now with Christian rap it's it's uh it's incredible to be able to remember God's promise and you know how our life is supposed to look based on the songs uh, I heard this quote one time that said, um, an artist can paint a picture. Um, he can paint a beautiful cross 
but he also could paint a beautiful field, uh, field like grass. And um, I love that because there are songs like the Christian, uh, Christian uh, songs, but there's also songs that uh, touch in in different genres. Um, I could. Mm, yeah, I yeah, for sure. I think of in like the non-Christian sphere. I mean, there's so many uh, people. That, I mean, I'm 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 trying to think in my head about artists that are coming to mind. Um, I mean, there for a while, like I mean, look at look at Kanye West story who, who went from, from having a nickname, of, Jesus, a play on words with you know that he's the you know he's like the god of the music industry and you know he has a lot of confidence and and just seeing that kind of you know if you if you uh if you you know know bible stories the salt of paul or the yeah the salt of paul story i think is is something that you can kind of compare with kanye of the you know past to now and um you know everyone's going through a life journey and you know just seeing him go from you know, acting like, you know, he's Jesus to a whole album and, you know, creating the Sunday service choir for Jesus. You know, I mean, it's just, it's incredible to look at. And I'm I'm thankful that we have technology to know these things instead of, you know, I mean, in the time of the Bible, you know, you either heard it or, or you didn't. Like, that's the only way you knew is, is word of mouth. So I'm glad that we get to see stories modern day of, um, you know, not using the the qualified, but you know, mm. God qual uh, calls. <laughs> he doesn't call the qualified; he qualifies the called. Mm. And I think that's a really good thing about um, us knowing each other's stories is seeing that play out in life. So, uh, speaking of uh, life journey, I have probably beat this uh, horse to death but uh, if anybody follows me knows about this but uh, the quote by Gloria Gaither God is in the eruptions in our life and seldom in our plans and um, you want to talk a little bit about uh, your uh, interruption yeah so like working in sports was always something that I wanted to do as a kid you know every kid I feel like from Kentucky that you know, grows up loving sports, wants to work or wants to play for UK and, you know, bring home a title or something. But, you know, God, God definitely didn't give me the athletic ability for that. Or, you know, if he did, then I definitely didn't explore that as I found the love for food. (laughs) But, um, anyway, so I, you know, in high school, I was a manager for the team and, you know, I never really saw it going past that and, you know, explored options with that and ended up, you know, getting into volleyball as kind of an accident. You know, our scorekeeper for the station basketball team was the volleyball coach. And she begged me and begged me to be the manager for her um, in the spring or I guess, no, 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 in the fall because basketball is winter. So it would work out. And I said yes. And then uh, there was a new coach after that year that I did it, and 
I asked if she wanted me to be the manager, and she said, yeah, come on. And, uh, you know, I did, and and then it ended up leading to me being a manager with the University of Kentucky volleyball team, and, uh, you know, being able to work with the people that I'm with now, and even the people at station, you know, it's, it's crazy how being a manager, my freshman year from track and field team, men's ba- or boys basketball, boys basketball all four years, and volleyball for three years ended up leading to, you know, something great with, um, and you know, such a God thing of, you know, I, there's so many great, uh, women that I've met being a part of the volleyball team. The coaching staff's wonderful. It's not, there, there couldn't be a better position for me as far as being a kind of people person. And if you know me, then you know, like, I want to be a pastor, so I thought that, you know, I definitely didn't, I didn't picture this being in the in the plans, and and that's what Joseph's saying with the, um, seldom in our plans, but, or, uh, you know, that God's seldom in our plans, but He's in our inter- in our inter- interruptions. Yeah, in our interruptions. So, that's an interruption that, you know, I definitely wouldn't consider. Uh, a bad thing at all and and, uh, you know something that has led to you know hopefully could lead to you know me being a pastor down the road I don't know how it'll tie in but God's got a funny way with stories and and I know that whatever he wants me to do whether that's continuing in sports or or becoming a pastor or whatever it is it'll, it'll be a great story one day yes that is that is a good story because uh, that is really good. Um, you know, I think I love that quote. Uh, what is that again? That about the uncalled. God doesn't call the qualified; He qualifies the called. That is really something. That is really good. I love that um, because I think. So many times, there are things where we think, "Oh yeah, I'm good at this," and there are other times when there's something that maybe we're not so hot at, but uh, God is calling us to do that because that's where we grow. Sometimes is in the stuff where we're not necessarily good at, or we didn't even in, we didn't intend. Maybe we're good at, but we didn't intend to do it. Uh, but God is is there. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and I I love the one of the other we're talking about Pastor Rob there a couple stories ago, but one of my favorite things from him and talking about you know God's plan for us and probably my favorite thing that I've ever heard him say and that it'll always stick with me and love this quote from him. Um, but it's that God will never love us any more or any less than He does right now, meaning that. There's nothing that we can do to gain more love from God. You know, He already ador- He adored you and loved you from the day that you know you were born, and you know there's nothing that you can do to lose that or to gain it. You know, so that people don't think, well, if you can't just lose it, then maybe I can gain it, and then you know get sad from not feeling like you're gaining His love. Um, but it's not, you know that. I think he said that to say it's not a competition. You know, it's not a... We're not we're not in the Christian 
culture or Christian. I don't want to say game because it's not a game, but um, you know, for lack of a better term, right now, the the Christian um, life, I guess, is what I I could say. You know, it's not a competition with each other, and um, you know, we're all we're all in it together, and we're all doing it for the one same purpose. Yes. Um, I guess I tell the story, Pastor Rob, because uh, might edit this out. But um, do you remember this? I don't. I kind of remember this, but he had this scar somewhere uh, on his back. On his back, and he said, um, "He said, what did he say? He's you. I think you asked him." Well, I, we were in the room, and it was, you know, the the room at IYC, this is in San Antonio. This is, if if you're a little lost right now, this was the first story that we told uh, back in the beginning of this uh, episode of the Bro Stevens and Friends podcast. And, and uh, we, you know, it was, it was just a room of three, so me, Joseph, and Rob, um, and either me or him there was like a scar on his back <laughs> and it you know it looked kind of like it looked like a fresh scar and you know we were somehow it came up and he was like oh yeah and you know, I had this big story about how he got stabbed and then that was his battle scar and we both kind of <laughs> Joseph definitely gave him a look of like oh my gosh and Rob got the biggest kick out of it he got the biggest laugh and uh, that's also another fond memory I have with Joseph and, and also one with Rob. I mean, it's those are the kind of memories that you'll never forget. And there's plenty from the IYC trip that I'll never forget of, you know, the, the, the bus breaking down, you know, the, you know, Whataburger experiences, <laughs> people deciding if they liked In-N-Out or Whataburger better. Just, you know, a whole lot of shenanigans that, you know, they they might be funny now, but it, they were way funnier if you were there. And, and also, oh, go ahead. No, you're good. That was the end. Um, but also, um, we're while we're on this podcast about Brosevas and friends, and speaking of Rob, he was the one who uh, started that. Uh, a, a couple months ago, I mean, a couple months before that, someone I think it might have been Christian or someone said, "This is Brosev." Well, then people started calling Broseph, and then, and then someone during the session up on stage was talking about Josephus, and uh, a great scholar. And we were walking down the street, going someplace, and Rob said, Bros- Broseph. And he said, you know, we talked about Jeff on stage. Brosephus! And so then, then all of a sudden, Broseph, that's how... Brosius came back. So, you know, and the, the origin of the name. So the, that, the, the legend was built at OIC twenty sixteen. But memories, I think, you know, and that also going, you know, is a good thing of of going back and looking at stuff um, of experiences, because you know, if you don't, I think it's if a man show me a man who doesn't know where he's been. And I'll show you a man who doesn't know where he's going. Mm. And so 
to to look back and look at memories is a good sometimes is a good lesson for the the things of the future. Right. Yeah. Yeah, that's good. Uh, I, I just had something enter my brain and it, it left. Maybe we can edit that little sh- shenanigan part out, but yeah. Uh, um, you know, uh, you know, current day, uh, we're back to present day, and um, we're here and you have a shirt, and one day I think we were talking. You said, "Hey Joseph, um, come to this uh, place called CSF." Uh, you know, they have this thing for freshmen and they feed you. Of course, you had me at food. And, um, and they talk about Jesus and they worship. Um, talk a little bit about that, about, um, CSF and how you got involved in CSF. How you found out about CSF? Yeah, so, um, I guess for me, flashback to, you know, my freshman year on campus. So this would be fall of 2018. And, you know, I, um, God has a funny way, a way of, of bringing, I think, uh, people into things. And with CSF, you know, I, there was, there's always something for K-Week, which is the first week for students, kind of like hype events and, and cool events to get students connected at UK. And CSF always does one, it's called the Luau. And this is a party that is insane, and there's a lot of people... They don't really, and you know, it's not like a, it's not a true CSF event, and I didn't, I didn't really realize that at first, so I ended up, you know, going, and I kind of judged CSF in that moment from that, and this was, you know, I was trying to figure out my 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 role at volleyball, and, and you know, kind of how life was going to go, and, you know, trying to figure out college too, trying to figure out you know, what is my Christian community after leaving the, the, one of the, you know, greatest youth ministries in the world, you know, Eastland Youth is, is something that, you know, that's where, that's how me and Joseph originally met, and, and, um, you know, just leaving that and trying to find something new is, was hard, and so I judged CSF from there, and, you know, going into the year 2019, I was really feeling alone, and I didn't really know, Besides, you know, a few girls on the volleyball team, I didn't really know anyone that was a Christian or anything like that. So, um, and I didn't have a Christian community at all. And uh, one of my friends that I made through my first major, which is uh, elementary education, asked me to go to shift with her. And that's the freshman event that Joseph was talking about with the free food. And we went. And they have these little coffee cards. And I filled out a coffee card, ended up meeting with this guy. Um, and we just kind of talked, and I was like, you know, I've been really looking for, you know, shift was great. I'll be going back for sure, for sure. But, you know, I really am looking for, like, good life worship and, you know, just kind of a a church, I guess, that's on campus. And he was like, you know, I didn't even realize that CSF had this until, you know, I was talking to this guy and, you know, his name is Dylan Matthews. If he ever listens to this, you're the guy, man. You're the, you're, you're great. You're, you know, if, if I'm ever known for CSF, I want it to be, you know, I want, you know, Jesus to get the credit. And then also 
Dylan, you know, because he's, he's the one that kind of got me tied in there. And, you know, from there on, I was, it was, it was in January, and then the, I had that meeting with him on a Wednesday, and then Synergy was on a Thursday, and then that Friday was Winter Retreat at CSF, which is another really cool big event. And I ended up going with random people, drove down to Nashville, and had a, you know, an amazing time, you know, life-changing Christian moments there. And even for me, you know, just kind of getting standards back straight uh, in my life through that. And, that, you know, that's all in a week. And CSF has that power to be able to change someone's life back on the straight path in that one moment. And CSF, you know, from there on, I've been going. And now I'm, I was on the leadership team that next second semester. I, you know, ended up inviting Joseph. And, you know, it's been really cool to, to be, a, you know, a part of a ministry with him at Eastland and then now at CSF. And I'm so glad that he, you know, um, you know, took the offer to come. And, you know, they CSF, I could talk forever and ever about you know the great events they do and you know if you're listening to this and you want to know more about it or you want to you know it's not just for University of Kentucky students it's not just for it's not just for students you know there's plenty of people that are college age that go and you know I encourage you that if you're out of high school and in that college age range or close to it you know come try it out you're welcome there. And it's, you know, it's it's a f- fantastic place. And I'm even wearing a CSF shirt right now. It, it'll, it'll be something I talk about forever. Uh, I'll never forget. Uh, it was during this uh, pandemic, um, this, this last little bit, um, and we had a meeting. And, uh, you know, I, I knew nothing would really change with CSF. Um, but I went in there and didn't know what to think. And we started worshiping uh, the songs. And, and that's one thing that, that I think about CSF is they are totally, uh, you can shout, you can dance. And if you're a church guy like me, you don't do that. But you are welcome to, you know, praise. Well, you're welcome to praise how you want to. And I saw that. And when I we came back uh, that night, nothing had changed. And I love that because um, things can change. The pandemic can change a whole lot of stuff. But praising God, giving God back his praise, never going to change. Uh, and so, um, I don't know why I said that, um, but but that that's good. CSF is is a very special uh, place, and that lady, uh, Tori, she's not there anymore. But man, could she cook! She could fix this breakfast casserole like nobody's business. Um, but it is it is a is wonderful place. Um, Well, it's been fun. Uh, I don't want to keep up too much time, but blessings to you, and uh, 
and uh, give your family, uh, say hello to your family for me. Yes, sir. Same to you. I, I really appreciate the opportunity to be able to talk to you about all these things. Yes, it's good. And thank you for tuning in to Brocephus and Friends. Join me next time on another episode of Brocephus and Friends.